0: Today's guest here with me, so we're ready to roll. I'm Michael Hanf, executive partner at Tyval Advisory. Welcome to our Circular Coffee Break podcast, where we will be casually talking about everything circular and beyond. We hope the podcast is interesting, insightful, and provides new perspectives for you. But if you have any feedback, improvement ideas, suggestions, or you found something that you want to share with us, please leave a comment or drop us a note at info at my guest today is an expert in the world of textile. I met him quite some time ago when we had many very interesting, very insightful discussions about textile. He has worked as a product manager, product development manager and research coordinator. More recently he has been the R&D and sustainability manager at REMA, which is also where we met some years back, uh, as, as mentioned. And Um, where we discussed circularity specifically in child clothing, but also in in many other areas. Today, he is the Chief Sustainability Officer at Spinova, uh, a company that has developed breakthrough technology for making textile fiber out of wood or waste, uh, such as leather, textile or food waste, without harmful chemicals. He holds a PhD from the University of Oulu in Industrial Engineering and Management, And I'm really looking forward to jump into today's episode to discuss uh, all of that. Thank you for joining me for the show today, Shahriyar Mahmoud.
1: It's a pleasure, Michael, Always, always to join you and talk to you. As you rightly mentioned, we had many discussions uh, around sustainability, around circularity and many similar kinds of topics. And as I said, uh, it's always a pleasure pleasure to talk to you.
0: Perfect. Great to have you. And, I mean, to be honest, this is actually the second time we're recording this show, exactly. um, as we had, unfortunately, some technical hiccups the last time uh, we, we did the recording. But, you know, mm-hmm. that just gives me a good excuse to extend the discussion exactly. and discuss about the topics. Uh, that we had earlier in circularity, environmental sustainability, yeah, in my the pleasure to be industry. Here. Good. Um, let's maybe kick it off. I mean, given, you, given your long experience in the textile industry, so how do you see the development towards sustainability and circularity? What's going well? Where do we have to put more focus? And, and where do you see good, bad, and indifferent developments? Absolutely yeah um I think we are in the middle of a,
1: of a huge uh, transition in mm-hmm. the especially in the in the textile industry or fashion industry. A lot is happening in the how to green make the industry more greener. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's in every level, it's in the product level, it's in the process level, in the, in the value chain level, everywhere. Mm. Um, optimization uh, from the footprint point of view, uh, using better chemistry, um, etc and, and and of course, on the other hand, um, very recently um, in the recent years, a lot of innovation and development is happening happening. Very specifically on the raw material side, you know, um, if we want to make uh, the thing sustainable, want to make a product circular, you have to really start it from the beginning, mm-hmm. and and you have to touch from the raw material uh, yep. level, and that's that's where uh, a lot of lot of things things are happening, and uh, a lot of alternatives are coming to, coming to the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would, as I am from the cellulosic fiber domain, I must say that space, especially on the cellulosic fibers uh, fiber side uh, and uh, the innovation on that domain has opened up a lot of opportunity or mm. I would say opening up a lot of opportunity as a replacement of natural fiber as an alternative to natural fiber. We know that natural fiber or animal-based fiber, there are a lot of Issues hmm. uh, or challenges, um, uh, environmental challenges, social challenges uh, associated. So, if we can get a good good alternative, that would be um, wonderful for the for the planet. And uh, here, I would like to bring Spinova, uh, who uh, who has a great great innovation hmm. that has a potential to change the change the industry. Um, Spinnova, with its technology, um, we, we basically use the cellulose, mm-hmm. wood-based wood raw material, um, and, and we have a, uh, an innovation that can produce cellulosic fiber in a very mechanical way. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means that you, you don't use any, any, any chemical process, no. you, you literally don't use any water and you don't produce any waste mm-hmm. um, in, 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 the, in the process which means that it's, it has a uh, absolutely very very low uh, footprint on mm-hmm. all the site and, and nova as it is not chemically processed, it's not chemically modified, so it retains the originality of the cellulose, originality mm-hmm. of the yeah. raw materials and the raw material is similar to the other plant based fiber um, mm-hmm. raw material which which keeps this so called uh, touch feel aesthetics yeah. uh, like a natural fiber okay. and 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 that's that's actually uh, the industry is looking for we had a lot of cellulosic fiber synthetic fiber uh, that we want to use as a replacement of, for example, mm. cotton uh, or similar kind of fibers, natural fibers. But uh, we know uh, the, the textile industry mm. people that it's not a real alternative. But um, uh, as I have, been, I, I have the opportunity to work with Spinnova product, Spinnova fiber, mm. I can really see that it has a, a true potential. And this is the raw material side, but on the process side also, you will see a lot of innovation mm-hmm. to greening the the process. I mean, let's say if we take the wet processing, dyeing, finishing, and so mm-hmm. on, there are a lot of good good innovations innovations are uh, coming coming around. But what we can say in general level that there are a lot of bio-based innovation, mm-hmm. which which uh, actually opening a lot of door. Um, interesting interesting um, uh, uh, way way to uh, to deal with the different kind of challenges challenges we have and and um, But the main thing is that that there are bits and pieces are happening here and there. Mm -hmm. Let's say something happening in the raw material side, something happening in the, um, let's say, dyeing and finishing side, something happening on the product Mm -hmm. level, um, etc, etc. But I would like to have a more collaborative approach Mm -hmm. that can help actually scaling up the growth of of the innovations and and the future technologies that we Mm -hmm.
0: really need now absolutely and and i i think what we've seen recently is a lot more discussion about the topic a lot more awareness yes. um, whereas in in the past it was all about like fashion and fashion shows and and basically getting the the greatest and and most uh, up to date fashion trends into your closet now it's it's more about what impact does it have and people are really considering that so absolutely. it's it's uh, fantastic to to hear about these trends. At the same time, I recently read an article outlining that the, the export of waste textiles has been increasing and that the quality is decreasing, which is a very, yes. Concerning, yes. very concerning trend. Now, what do you think is driving this trend while well, more and more people being aware more and more people discussing it still seeing these, these trends? Um, and And I mean, what do you think needs to happen because there, there's more and more companies, more and more brands making commitments and, and looking at these while at the same time we see more and more of the negative behavior still still happening
1: yeah, yeah, I think, I think you, you're right right into the spot um, we, we we probably we know that knew that it is the eventuality of the fashion industry mm-hmm. the the activities we are we are doing in the industry in the in the whole value chain uh, that's not abnormal what we are seeing now. I think that its main main problem is the over consumption or what we are producing as a waste Um, that's that's really really what you have mentioned that the consumption has been growing significantly. Of course, there are many, many reasons. There are um, rising up the middle class in different mm-hmm. part of the world. Um, there are uh, access to the fashion mm-hmm. um, more and more, which has, of course, good side uh, that that uh, we want uh, that, that people have the access. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, I don't know if we have been able to uh, also um, make them more concerned, mm. more conscious about the uh, consumption because mm. uh, the life lifetime of the textile uh, has has been decreased um, and and, and uh, we know that um, why it is it is basically happening uh, we we see that. If you want to bring more and more product into the shop, it means that you are doing it with agility. Mm -hmm. You are making your value chain, your supply chain more agile. Um, You are shrinking everything. It means that you probably not able to uh, allowing enough time Mm -hmm. to produce the right quality product. Uh, Because at the same time, also, uh, there is a huge pressure on the price, Mm -hmm. the, the, the retail price. And, uh, and and then when you are producing a retail product with a low price, it means you are uh, uh, producing it cheaply. You are mm-hmm. using a raw material from a very cheap cheap yeah. raw material, and so on. Uh, and we know uh, very well. We don't need to be scientists to understand that if you want to make a good product, mm-hmm. it could be a good food, but you need good raw material mm-hmm. if you do not have high quality raw material you cannot get a high quality um, product so i would say that for the for the future um, we we really need to think about the in the textile industry i think the most important uh, challenge we have is the is the waste we are mm-hmm. producing uh, and and we know that there are a lot of uh, Talk a lot of concern um, uh, about the about the landfill, about the incineration uh, mm-hmm. uh, of the, of the textiles. Um, but but I think we we, we can't just um, blame to 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 uh, a specific party like the like the consumers or the retailers or the mm-hmm. producers. I, I think whole whole chain, whole the industry need to take take the responsibility and. Uh, with these kind of new technologies, new innovations, we have a lot of possibility mm-hmm. to to reduce those. And very importantly, I think we really need to look for how can we turn the waste into real mm-hmm. product. So, 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 for example, in case of Spinova. If if a spin nova is used in a product, we can take back spinnova's mm-hmm. share yeah. uh, and, and recycle it. We know there are a lot of other um, uh, recycling technologies are there there in the market. But I think this is not only from the raw material point of view, we also need to make the product more um, a timeless product, m- mm-hmm. more, more the products that is more appealing for long term, not only for a short period of time. And, and of course, when you have a good quality raw material, it mm-hmm. will already provide that durability. So combining all those things, I think we really need to look forward. What has happened in the past or what is happening at the present? I think we shouldn't waste, waste much time. There are a lot of opportunities with the innovations in every, every um, uh, step. Of the, Of the textile mm. processing, and we need to grab the, those
0: and expedite their their scaling up yeah. no absolutely and I think it's it's what you mentioned it's the coming together of innovative new solutions through startups or established companies mm. aware customers who, who start to understand what's needed mm. uh, aware companies that they basically build more for the long term and, and basically almost design recycling, reuse, refurbish into their processes. And, and I think quite, quite a few companies start to do that. Now, Spinova has recently uh, basically been receiving several recognition. Time Magazine's Best Innovations of 2022, uh, 2022 Sustainability Reporting Competition in the SME category. Um, What is the basis for that success? Because, I mean, there's a lot of innovation out there, as you said, and some are more successful than others when it comes to building that base, building that recognition and building that that scaling uh, opportunity. Absolutely. Uh, I think there are
1: uh, quite a few things behind achieving those recognition. It's not that only we have a um, great technology or innovation. Uh, Of course, that's our our uh, backbone almost. Mm -hmm. Uh, but but um, there are several things like, of course, that we have got an innovation that already we have been able to prove that that has a potential to change mm-hmm. the industry, uh, and 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 basically when you look into the innovation, uh, you you will see that we are thinking in a very different way without using water, without using chemical process, um, you are producing a fiber and basically using the same raw material. We are not changing the raw material base. We are of course using the wood pulp as a a principal Mm -hmm. raw material at the moment but we we do have the potential to use some other raw material like agri-waste, uh, textile waste, what we have done, uh, several proof of concepts and, and we know that it's working. We will put more effort on different kind of raw materials. So about the innovation, then if you come to the product, uh, it is it is already shown to the uh, market, uh, to, the, to our brand partners, that it has a true potential to be a replacement of um, of what the industry is looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, if you want, uh, do not want to use cotton, uh, you, you, it is very difficult to find a replacement yep. for cotton. Yeah, it's it's a nice fiber as a product. It's it's a nice fiber. Mm-hmm. It's, it produces nice product. I would like to use that, uh, but but you re- if you don't want to use cotton, you really need a replacement. Yep. Um, uh, and and spinnova has a, has a real potential on the product level to to provide a, as a, as a good alternative. Mm-hmm. And then and then as as a company spinova we we have been uh, we have been listing as a listed as a as a publicly listed company um uh, then then we we have been able to communicate enough to our partners with our stakeholders mm-hmm. uh, that we are going for the commercialization and and uh, we are we are at the moment just at the moment living in a very excited time of um, getting getting ready of our first commercial scale plant mm-hmm. so so that's Excellent. that's actually a a big leap uh, and, and 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 a very high level of validation of our mm-hmm. our uh, technology. And as an organization, um, we have been able to uh, look, we have been producing our first, um, ESG report in in the first year uh, of, of of the IPO. Uh, that's that's for a small scale company, and at that time we were literally a startup. Yeah. So for for such scale of company, you know Michael very well that yes. that it's it's not so easy mm-hmm. uh, job. Um, and and when you are getting such kind of uh, recognition that you had got the best. Best um, uh, award award of, of of for your report. Uh, I think nothing can be nothing can be better than that. But yeah, I would absolutely. say that we have extremely good um, setup. Uh, we have a extremely nice innovation. We have extremely nice product. Um, uh, of course, there are many product will be coming in the future. But at least at the product we are dealing, we have the capable uh, mm-hmm. people. And and I, I would say that world class experts in the company uh, in in almost every uh, area. So I don't see any reason that why
0: why we will not go forward. Perfect. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I think I mean my outside perception, and we have been discussing a lot, but but also I'm, I've been following Spinova now for, for a while through the different social media channels and all of that, it, it feels like an honest company. It feels that that it it's not about like making the quick money and and an exit and then basically running. But it's really about having an impact, changing the industry. It feels that that it's honest and, and passionate. And I think that is something that people recognize mm-hmm. and, and also appreciate in today's world, where very often it still is about greenwashing. It still is about making the big statements, but then not following, following them through uh, with, the, with the real action. Now, related to that, I mean, Spinova has launched a lot of new partnerships um, over the past couple of months and, and, and year with a lot of really well-known brands. Um, where is the company going next? I mean, what what are the what are the parameters of success uh, from from your point of view? Yeah, I think you have been um,
1: rightly mentioning that we are here to change the industry. Yeah. it's uh, it's It's not the commercial success. also, we wanted to change the raw material mm-hmm. base. Uh, of the, of the fashion industry and um the, the, the you have been mentioning about the partnerships we had lately um uh, and 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 last couple of years uh, continuously we are partnering with um known brands globally and these are these are the validation of our innovation of our uh, product that that such kind of uh, such kind of brands like like adidas best seller uh, ORCAT, um, Marimekko, Bergans—they—they—they yes. um, they, they are launching the product. Um, proves that spinover fiber is usable yes. in, in the commercial application. Uh, this is just not uh, the prototype launch.
0: Yeah.
1: This has been already in the market, so that uh, it it is reachable to consumers already. And and of course a lot many many is waiting waiting to be launched because we are working working with, um, with many different R&D projects mm-hmm. or yeah. well I wouldn't yeah. say anymore R&D it's more like a continuing yeah. those, those what we have been launching so far uh, and and yes these are extremely important partnerships uh, for us and for the acceptability of this new technology new product to the, to the industry mm-hmm. and um, we, we also need to remember that these are uh, we, we see in the surface those launches but a lot is happening on yeah. that on the back end. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. our own R and D. Then we are doing a lot with the industrial partners mm-hmm. um, to 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 let know the industry that there is a new fiber, there is a new product, mm-hmm. and how to deal with it, and and and, and so on. So um, <clears throat> we we have been doing it, um, taking the spin nova fiber and basically doing it in a very conventional setup so yeah. we, we are making the yarn we are making the fabrics in a very conventional setup of course we are fine-tuning but we don't for for spinnova you don't need to have a separate setup mm-hmm. uh, to mm-hmm. produce further the, the, the product and uh, but of course, when we we, we now had the validation uh, by the by the retailers, by the brands, by, and then also in the back end in the industry, uh, textile industry, I think people are expecting that, yeah, we have seen the proof of concept part is mm-hmm. done. So people are expecting that, yeah, now now when we will get go in large mm-hmm. scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. that's that's what we are um, what well, we are actually working on. Uh, As I mentioned, the first commercial scale plant is already there um, to be to be opened very soon. And at the same time, as we have been communicating earlier also that our aim is to produce a million tons of Spinnova fiber in a decade. So that's what we are
0: aiming for. Fantastic, yeah, and I think you're you're absolutely right. It, it has to be drop in. You you don't big big textile companies will not change their whole production exactly just for, exactly. for one new one new fiber one mm. new material. So it has to be drop in. It has to be easy, and, and that naturally takes convincing. And I'm absolutely sure there's a lot of work going on in the background before the fancy launch can happen on on social media and through through uh, the different other channels. Now. And so your success as well as the success of of the whole industry transformation is is relying on the customers and the acceptance of the customers. Now, what we're seeing in a lot of the projects we're involved in in the textile industry is that um, many, many companies, many professionals tell us while sustainability and circularity is a topic and, and people are talking about it and it's being discussed. Um, consumers remain sceptic, very price sensitive, and and still follow fashion trends. Specifically, when you look at the at the younger generation, that's naturally what they do. They want to follow these these trends. Now, how can we change those behavioural patterns? How can we drive sustainable consumption in in the fashion industry? From from your point of view, from your experience? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah there there are I think we have already in, in the beginning of our discussion we mentioned about um that that the increasing um, graph of of consumption mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's definitely related related to this point and we have seen a lot of lot of changes happening uh on the positive direction and also in the negative direction. Mm-hmm. We have seen a lot of sustainable technology, innovations yeah. are coming but at the same time as we've uh, been discussing that uh, the the trend of over consumptions also growing in different parts mm-hmm. of the world. Uh, but I think the leadership should be taken taken by the industry. Um, we, we need to educate the consumers,
0: mm-hmm.
1: getting them to to used to uh, and, and making the sustainable product accessible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when in, in this level we are discussing about a new innovation, it, it is, let's say we are discussing today mm-hmm. about the spinnovas innovation, you can discuss with some other innovations mm-hmm. um, around, but it is in this level. How much consumers mm-hmm. know, for example, <laughs> you are launching a product in a shop, let's say we have launched a product with Adidas, mm-hmm. it's in the shop. Um, they will see it in the in the tag mm-hmm. that okay there is a over fiber. How much actually we mm-hmm. are able to communicate. I mean how they will understand the value of it. Mm-hmm. They don't know nothing about the innovation. Of course if they want to dig it in uh, mm-hmm. through our website, uh, communicating uh, and so on. That's a different question. But we are talking here about the mass consumer. Yeah. Exactly. So to you, when I'm discussing a lot, it's it excites you. Yeah. But is it excites the same level to the consumer? Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we I think, as an industry um, need to, I think, more educate and, and to communicate. Uh, with, to 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 the to the consumers that why uh, you should adopt a new uh, fiber let's say in case of spinnova and if the retail price is higher from the from the retailer of brand brand point of view uh, then then it is justified if you mm-hmm. are able to communicate it 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 r- rightly and I think I think that it's it's um, from the retailer side from the innovator side uh, from the uh, consumer side, but I think we need a combined approach mm-hmm. um, but where the governments retailers and brands investors all um, i think i think taking taking a, a leap there um, to scaling up the sustainable technologies, to make the product commercially accessible, mm-hmm. especially in the early stage, uh, we know that the innovative products are naturally very uh, higher higher in the price, mm-hmm. um, and and it can be it can be uh, the price can be more more going slowly down when when it's scaling up, it's, yeah. its its volume is higher and 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 so so on, but but in this level. In the beginning, uh, to educate also, we need to be we need to be aware mm-hmm. that that yeah. to communicating with the with the with the uh, consumers, and and when when a product is reached to the consumer, I think uh, uh, we we really know that is just it's not saying that it's containing spinova, but but what it is basically helping. I mean. That okay. When a consumer is buying this product, he or she can feel that I am contributing in reducing X percentage of carbon emission or Mm -hmm. X Mm -hmm. percentage of uh, water, let's say. So um, yeah, that's. I think I think we need
0: to create more excitement on that level. Yeah, yeah. No, I fully I fully agree. And I I, you mentioned. The, how the different stakeholders, different parties, need to work together. I mean, it's it's. I think as much about educating kids already in school mm. about what it is, what 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 we're talking about: biodiversity, fresh water, climate change, all of these topics, and how they can contribute to a solution and why they should. Do that in the first place. It's the regulator coming in with basically setting the frame, enabling companies to be innovative, to bring in new innovations into the into the mass market, so to mm-hmm. say. But it's also then companies, employees, and investors who uh, who basically need to look at that. So, as they say, it takes a village to uh, to, exactly. to make that change. Exactly. At the end of the day, now talking about the regulator, the. EU is working on legislation introducing uh, a digital product passport for textile and the electronics uh, industry. Um, this requires an in-depth understanding of the end-to-end value chain uh, as well as technological solutions that enable that transparency. Now, where do you see the biggest challenges and opportunities from, um, from Spinova point of view but also from the broader industry point of view and, and what would that mean to create that end-to-end transparency across the value chain?
1: Yeah, I think we have talked a lot about the challenges, so let's mm-hmm. ta- talk about the opportunity. I think it's a great initiative, and, and, and it's, I think the base is the transparency here. Mm-hmm. We are lacking the transparency. I think it's, it's in many cases we see that, for example, if you, you are wearing a cotton T-shirt, uh, from where the cotton is coming from, mm-hmm so you would like to know about that and and that's transparency i think can make the consumers more aware mm-hmm. make them more um more like a conscious consumer
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, if you need to provide them the opportunity to be a, con- a conscious consumer so this tool i'm i'm sure will be will be able to uh, or or uh, enable that mm-hmm. and uh, then then if we if we see that uh, if we, how lovely it will be that you know that uh, from the crop field or the well the extraction field or, or if you do the recycling from which recycle hub you are getting, getting the fibre then up to the shop floor you have all the information, a consumer have all the information. Um, that, that will I think uh, clarify a lot of things um, especially who are putting on the effort on the sustainability, mm-hmm. uh, they uh, will have better leverage because I think we do not have a consensus on the term sustainability. That what That's is a true. sustainable product basically yes. it means. Yes. Mm-hmm. So so uh, someone uh, probably has a element of sustainability, let's say a recycled product, fiber in their product mm-hmm. I don't know maybe let's say 20% or 10 percent mm-hmm. or something you are already claiming it's a sustainable product but someone has been putting so much effort let's say putting a, t- making a product by using spinnova fiber mm-hmm. so can you, you you are you are basically uh, putting both into the, the sustainable product basket. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's really uh, I think we can we can differentiate uh, through this kind of tool uh, that which one is real sustainable to, mm. to really promote the sustainable um, products and the companies, brands, retailers, who are even the, in, the, in, the, in the value chain also, who are putting putting uh, the effort on the Do We have uh, really a possibility to promote it and 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 to convert it to to business. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: that, that, that's a, a very good point, and, and I mean, sustainability is such a broad topic. Um, even if you if you narrow it down, it still has so many different aspects. Some of them contradicting uh, mm-hmm. each, each other. If exactly. you optimize your your product, your service, or your company according to climate change targets, you might actually. Be very bad in biodiversity targets or freshwater targets or even even diversity and social targets, Absolutely. let alone. So, um, yeah, fully, fully, fully see your point there. So, um, and, and there are some developments ongoing, but transparency will definitely drive into the right direction. I mean, I, I know if I look at myself, I now go into the fruit and vegetable department and I look from where is a fruit coming. So, if exactly. the apple is coming from around the world, I am most likely am more willing to put it down than if I say I have no idea where it comes from and I just pick it up. So the same will most likely happen here. And, and you rightly mentioned one point that um, perhaps
1: you are reducing the footprint on the carbon mm. side, but it has an effect on the, on the biodiversity side. Yes. So there is a clear balance needed. I think uh, we just can't claim a product sustainable just based on carbon footprint is Great. good, right? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely.
0: Now, if, if, let, let's let's dream. So if, if you have a magic wand um, that, that would allow you three wishes. I mean, let's go with the traditional three wishes that, that you have in many children's stories as well. I mean, what would be the three things you would change in the textile industry today? Yeah. yeah very difficult I, I stopped <laughs> dreaming uh,
1: uh, uh, well I, if I would I would be a child of course I would be I would be um, dreaming more uh, but yeah now you have been opening up this opportunity to dream again and uh, I'm just thinking now what could be the could be the my three three uh, best wishes um, I think as I am from this field from the sustainable innovation field I would like to see all these Green innovations are scaled up, mm-hmm. and and we are really uh, taking advantage of those green innovations, mm. so that so that it's really have an effect in reducing the footprint, carbon footprint, water footprint, all those kind of challenges we have. And then then I would like to see also um, from the chemistry point of view. I think. Um, if you see the water pollution, if you see uh, the air pollution, uh, mm-hmm. most of those are impacted by the uh, by the use of uh, chemicals, uh, by the use of processes, uh, mm-hmm. and, and of course chemical processes. So I would make everything with green chemistry,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, all the products. And 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 when you are getting a product, it could be apparel product, it could be any any other product, but. You know, typically we have uh, in the baby products, we have a very stricter requirement. I, I would uh, like to see all products are matching the stricter baby product requirements. And um, then, then uh, I think very importantly for the future, for the betterment of our, our, our planet, uh, I would like to put every product and process into circular loop. Mm. that it is, uh, it is matching with the theme of the circularity by closing mm. the loop and so on, both from the product-wise product and process-wise. And, and that, that will um, kind of not produce any additional environmental mm. burden.
0: Perfect. So, the coffee is empty. Um, It's it's time to wrap up, unfortunately. Thanks a lot, Csagriare, for joining me today. It was, uh, as always, a pleasure and and really insightful. Great new ideas I could continue for, I think, another half hour easily. So um, that's now time to wrap up the Circular Coffee Break. if you have any comments, ideas, suggestions, um, please let us know. Leave a comment in your favorite podcast app or send us a note at com. Also, please remember to subscribe uh, to stay in the loop. Um, new episodes will drop every two weeks and we have a long list of really exciting uh, guests coming up. So, uh, if you like today's discussion, I'm sure you will definitely enjoy the discussions that will be coming up going forward. Um, with that, I'm looking forward to seeing all of you here on the Circular Coffee Break.